0: Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey guys, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and I'm kind of laughing over here that we are covering this topic now, a couple of months after the podcast launch, but hey, better late than never, right? We are going to be talking about what primal is, like what does primal mean, what does primal refer to in the name primal potential, what a primal lifestyle looks like, and why I adopted a primal way of eating instead of going on a diet to lose weight. In fact, I think that this distinction, primal versus dieting, explains why I've been successful in my weight loss and why my clients are successful in their weight loss after years and years and years of repeated failure. Let's start like we usually do with a mainstream myth or a common challenge, and this is a pretty huge one, and that is that people think they need to diet in order to lose weight. The idea that you can transform your life and your health and lose massive amounts of weight without dieting is not really very well accepted right now. When people think of weight loss, when people think of fat loss, when people think of the changes they need to make to their body, they tend to think, I need to go on a diet, right? And that is not true. People are always reading up on the latest fad or wondering if they'll get faster results with South Beach versus Weight Watchers. And I was this way for a really long time. I swear I have tried every single diet out there. The crazier, the better. I remember being on Weight Watchers in high school and eating all of my points in fat free microwave popcorn and sugar free jello. And just so you know, you can eat a freaking truckload of those things and stay within your points on Weight Watchers. So I literally would go the entire day nonstop eating fat free microwave popcorn and sugar free jello, as if that's gonna do anything good for my health, right? And then in college, I went at least two months straight. Where I didn't eat anything except protein shakes and chicken broth. And I've gone months doing everything, eating nothing but apples and white fish. And I've gone other months counting every single calorie. And I've gone other months thinking I was doing great stuff if I would just eat fat free ice cream and sugar free cookies because, I mean, hey, one was low fat, one was low sugar. And that's kind of the way I operated. I jumped around from one diet to the next. I would read about the latest food trend or the latest guaranteed way to drop 10 pounds in two weeks. And if someone said that it was possible, no matter how weird it was, I tried it. When someone would write that grapefruits help you burn fat, I would go out and I would eat a grapefruit every single day for like the next month. When somebody suggested that carbohydrates were the enemy, I'd eliminate them. Let me tell you, I have followed... Low carb, high carb, low fat, no fat, high fat, low protein, high protein, low calorie, carb cycling, carb counting, you know, whatever, you name it, I have done it. And I I did all that, but I was over 300 pounds and I was exhausted and I was obsessed with food every single day. If I was on a diet, I wouldn't go out with my friends. I wouldn't go out with my husband because I didn't trust The food choices, you know, there's not many places where you can ask for an extra large bowl of fat-free popcorn and six cups of sugar-free Jello. you know what I mean? If I wasn't on a diet, oh my goodness, I mean, bad times. I would pick up Mexican food on the way home from work and eat it in front of the TV. I would make a special stop at the grocery store to buy something to address any type of possible craving I could have. Salty, sweet, crunchy, creamy, chewy, you name it. It was a train wreck an absolute train wreck. So I was dieting all the time. I was obsessed with my weight and I was obese. I spent most of my time and energy, literally years of my life, trying to find that one diet that would rip off all the extra weight and keep it off forever. And I was, I mean, you guys know this. I was so obsessed. I studied nutrition in college. I studied nutrition in graduate school. um, I worked in the health and fitness industry for nearly 10 years I was obese, but I was obsessed. I was fat, I was miserable, I was exhausted. I learned all the wrong ways to do about it, just like most of us do, right? Just diet, 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 diet. But it wasn't working. It wasn't working. My head was stuffed full of so much information from formal education, work education, blogs, books, magazines, you name it. Scientific articles, I... I had all this information and I spent so much time consuming all this information, but it wasn't working. I do realize though, that if someone had told me, like I'm telling you right now, that if I stopped dieting, that was the answer. I would have told them they were an idiot. I really would have. And I would have meant it. And I would have been sure of it. I would have explained to them that without dieting, I'd eat everything. I'd be a glutton. I'd go for cookies and ice cream and Mexican food. I would have argued with you for hours and told you that I needed food lists. I needed meal plans. I needed restrictions in order to lose the weight. So if that's what you're thinking, I get you. But if you're like me, you've tried all those things before and they haven't worked, right? And I'm not saying don't diet and the weight will fall off as if that's all there is. There's no question that you need, and we've talked about this before, you do need a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. You need to consume less energy via calories than your body needs to operate. That's the only way that your body is going to tap into your stored energy or your body fat for fuel. But that's not the whole story. Dieting will create, most often, that calorie deficit if you can follow it. I mean, blinking lights, right? Like neon sign over my head. If you can follow it, which doesn't mean like every third day or Monday through Friday, but like indefinitely. But even if you can follow it, it destroys your hormone balance. It slows down your metabolism. It increases your stress hormones. It triggers hunger and cravings. But my approach that I've taken, the approach that I use with my clients, is working gradually, not just waking up one morning and doing it, but working gradually towards a primal way of eating. And we'll get into what that means. What it does, however, is it does deliver that calorie deficit, but it also creates hormonal balance. What this did for me was I didn't have to fight against my hunger. I didn't have to stand firm against my cravings. I chose foods that quench my hunger and eliminate my cravings and also increase my energy. Side benefit, I burn fat along the way. I eat foods I love. I enjoy every single meal and snack so that I don't feel deprived. Whenever I talk to my clients, I say, do you feel like you're on a diet? If they say yes, if they say maybe, we got to change something because it's not a diet. And when you feel like you're on a diet, you're more likely to rebel and overindulge. It's just a mental thing, right? Don't think about the pink elephant. What are you thinking about? You're thinking about a pink elephant. We do not diet. When I am not deprived, when my clients are not deprived, then we don't feel the need to rebel and dive headfirst into a gallon of ice cream like I used to do all the time. It's kind of, you know, it's funny. I I recently had a conversation with my mom. You guys know my mom's been a big part of my journey. Not so helpful at times, tremendously helpful at other times, but usually not so helpful. My family all lives in New England and I don't. I only get home about once or twice a year. And you know, I've lost 140 pounds, so I guess whenever my grandmother sees my mom, she's always asking if I've put the weight back on, if I've if I've been able to keep it off. I mean, she's, you know, she's in her 90s. She can ask crazy questions like that. I get it. It's a good question. And she saw me go through all of my crazy yo-yo dieting since I was a kid. And when I heard that she was asking that of my mom and of my sister, I understand the question. I had to laugh. Although in hindsight, I probably would think the same thing if I was looking from the outside in, but I know, I know like I know my name that I will never put the weight back on because I plan to eat this way, the way I eat now, the way I ate while I was losing weight for the rest of my life. It is not a short-term strategy that I employed for weight loss. Short-term strategies produce short-term results. If you don't keep doing the work, it's not like, oh, get down to this magic number and then mag- you, know, you go back to your old habits and expect the results to stay. It doesn't work that way. And that's one of the reasons that all my diets didn't work. They were short-term strategies and they produced short-term results. But now I have a long-term game. I want you to have a long-term game. I teach my clients a long-term game, a long-term strategy. I don't need to go back to the old way that I used to eat because quite frankly, This, my lifestyle now, and I don't just mean my weight, but like the way that I eat is more pleasurable. The way that I eat now, I enjoy, and I worked to find foods that I truly loved. And my foods might be different from your foods. All of my clients, we go through a different process to find the fat loss foods that they love. This lifestyle makes me feel better, makes me look better, improves my health, and I enjoy it. I love every meal, I indulge in sweets and treats, but I do it in a way that is still healthy and fat loss friendly. That's why I will be successful over the long term and I'll continue to get leaner and stronger because this is my long-term strategy. There is not one ounce of apprehension in my mind that I might gain the weight back, there's just not, because it's not a short-term strategy, it's a long-term strategy and that will give me long-term results. When I was well over 300 pounds, I was able to look back at everything I had tried to do to lose weight and see what hadn't worked. Now, a big paradigm shifting moment for me was when I realized that it didn't work. I always thought that these diets I did, did work because I lost weight. So I could look at my chicken broth and protein shake diet and go, yeah, it worked because I lost weight, but that's, that's, just the wrong way to think about it. Did I keep the weight off? No. Could I keep the weight off and eat that way forever? No. Is it realistic for me to think that all I would ever eat for the rest of my life is chicken broth and protein shakes? No. So it didn't work. I could look at Weight Watchers and the fact that I would eat my points in fat-free microwave popcorn and sugar-free Jello and say, well, yeah, but that worked because I lost some weight. Uh, No, you didn't keep it off. You put more weight on after the fact. That is not a strategy that works. And so there was a moment for me when I was at my heaviest where I was like, okay, I have literally tried, oh, easily 25 diets. None of them have produced the long-term result that I am after, which is losing the weight and keeping it off. None of them have allowed me to not be hungry, to not struggle with cravings, And none of them have allowed me to really enjoy food and enjoy my life. So that stuff is not working. It's not that I need to keep searching for another diet. It's that I need to say goodbye to diets forever. I need to say goodbye to diets forever. And I needed to find an approach. There had to be an approach that I could sustain forever and enjoy. And I wasn't willing to have one without the other. I wasn't willing... To sacrifice my enjoyment of food. I wasn't enjoying, I wasn't willing to sacrifice my quality of life. I wasn't willing to do something in the short term and produce a short term result with all this effort and then like have it backfire and gain all the weight back. So I started doing some research about a whole foods based lifestyle Not so much to like learn about it, but really just to find some good recipes, some food that I could love. And this was really the right time in my life. And I had made the commitment to change. I was tired of wasting so much time and energy on solutions that didn't work. And I was tired of things that were super complicated, right? I mean, when you're just doing chicken broth and protein shakes, you can't go out to eat. You can't really travel. It's total pain in the butt. So I wanted to find a permanent solution that would change my body and my life. And it really was the perfect time for me to find primal. Maybe you're not familiar with the term primal, but you're probably familiar with the term paleo. Paleo is a little bit more mainstream, and it refers to a lifestyle that is aligned with the way that our ancestors ate, the way that they moved, the way that they lived in the Paleolithic era before processed foods. And Diane Sanfilippo, she's an author, uh, and in her book, Practical Paleo, which I highly recommend and I will link to in the show notes... She defines paleo as, she basically says the dietary components of the lifestyle are simply about eating whole foods that fuel your body and avoiding processed foods. So it's super straightforward. It's not like, oh my God, what are the rules? What's paleo? What's not? We're just talking about whole foods that fuel your body and not eating processed foods made in a factory. I like to say all the time, this is something that's really become very true for me in my life. If something has a very long shelf life, it's probably borrowing from yours. Okay. So if you think about all these things that can sit on the grocery store shelf for years and years, like your Oreos, like your goldfish crackers, whatever else, if it has a long shelf life, it's probably borrowing from yours. So this, this paleo philosophy, which is very closely related to primal, and we'll talk about the differences in a second, it's just about eating whole foods that fuel your body and avoiding processed foods. Super straightforward. Food as nature intended it. It's hard to avoid becoming a lean, fat-burning, healthy machine If you follow the primal principles, it just sort of happens. So you can eat food and you can enjoy it and you can lose fat in the process. And I fell in love with this philosophy. My energy went through the roof. My skin cleared up and I had this glow to my skin that I had never had before. My mood improved, my confidence improved, and I got what I wanted. I was burning fat and building muscle And I was conquering all of these dietary demons from my past that I struggled with for 20 plus years. Bonus, I was eating foods I love. Now, that's not to say that I love every whole food. I don't, there's a lot of stuff I don't like, but I kept trying things, not just different foods, but different foods prepared in different ways until I found things that I loved. I wasn't hungry. I was eating enough quality food that it stays with you longer. You know, this processed food is designed by very well-paid food scientists to make us want more. And all the nutrients are stripped from it. So it just doesn't stick with us for as long. And when you switch to whole foods, you fill yourself up. You're much more satisfied and you're balancing your hormones because you're not pumping yourself full of chemicals. And so you balance out your hunger, you balance out your cravings. And the best part for me was my taste buds changed. And this is something my clients tell me. In fact, I just had one email me recently saying it's only been five days, but these things that I used to indulge in, they just don't taste as good. They're not appealing to me as much because my tastes are changing so rapidly. Your taste buds adapt and evolve, and so it gets easier and easier. Here's one thing that used to really hang me up, and this is probably where I spend the most time with my clients, is this of what you're going to miss out on. Like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine my life without ice cream. Or I really love cookies and I'm always going to want them. Or I'll never be able to skip out on the tortilla chips when I go out for Mexican food. I just can't imagine. But it's not like that at all. In fact, what I found when I transitioned to whole foods and away from processed foods, like I said, is that my taste buds really, really changed. And when I would go to eat Oreos, they kind of tasted weird. They tasted artificial. I don't enjoy them near as much. And because I've removed all this processed crap from my life, I'm much more in tune to how my body responds to food. It's much more, I don't, cause here's the thing before. I always operated on the standard level of like, I'm kind of tired and I'm kind of grumpy and I'm kind of low energy and I'm kind of hungry and I'm craving stuff. But when you get to a baseline where you have high energy and you don't have hunger and you don't have cravings, it's so much easier to notice how foods make you feel. So what I found was when I introduced a lot of those more processed things back into my diet, I was able to identify for the first time ever But they make me feel like crap. They make me feel like garbage. Now, with that said, I still love ice cream. I really love ice cream. That's my thing. That's my game. If you know me, that's my jam. Me and ice cream, we're just meant for each other. But you know what? I make my own ice cream now from whole natural ingredients, and it's so much better. I mean, honestly, and please, I'll tell you, if Cold Stone's was better, I would get Cold Stone because I love ice cream that much, but it's not making your own ice cream from whole natural ingredients where you can really taste the flavor. And it's so rich and creamy. I'm not sacrificing. I'm not suffering. I do not feel deprived. And I certainly don't mourn over the stuff I used to binge on because I've discovered things I love even more in this process. And I can enjoy them while still making progress towards my goals, which is the ultimate win-win that I was really after. The primal lifestyle is not restrictive. It's really not. If you're thinking like, oh, I'm gonna have to give up all this stuff. I eat out and enjoy food with friends. I love steak. I eat beautiful salmon filets. I have the most delicious stuffed sweet potatoes that you can even imagine. On top of that, I spend less time than ever working out because there are specific movement principles of a primal lifestyle. I exercise more intensely, but for way less time, and I get much better results. With these changes, I lost 140 pounds. I stripped away all the clutter, all the years of dieting news and research and fads and blah, 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 to just get to the simple truth of a way of living that made me feel good and look great and get healthier than I have ever been. And there are some, there are lots of different kind of like, overviews of primal or paleo or whatever, but while I've been going through my own process with my own educational background, my own background in the industry, working with clients, I have developed my own set of primal principles that have allowed me to burn fat while still enjoying food and not feeling deprived, and they're all about that. Just, I mean, come on, you've got to enjoy your food. You have to be mentally, physically, and emotionally satisfied by your food and your lifestyle, It's about avoiding hunger, not white-knuckling it, not battling cravings all the time, and that's what Primal does for me. I was tired of dieting. I was tired of following somebody else's set of rules that I couldn't possibly maintain for the rest of my life. I knew that there had to be a common-sense approach to eating that would help me lose fat, get healthy, and I could maintain it. I didn't want to sign on for anything that was going to result in you know compensatory weight gain because I had restricted so crazily for so long and then it makes all my efforts a total waste of time. No thanks, been there, done that. 20 different pants sizes in my closet to prove it. The primal approach just made sense. You eat foods in their natural form. You don't eat processed junk. You eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're full. You choose foods unique to you, right? Everybody's different, that satisfy your hunger increase your energy and minimize cravings. And I I won't tell you that I made the transition overnight. I did not. I knew I needed to take a gradual approach and I didn't rush myself. I worked on it slowly. First, I cut out processed foods six days a week. And the seventh day was my cheat day. Then as I started to realize the cheat day made me feel like crap, I cut it out. And instead, two or three times a week, I would have one small indulgence instead of one day of like crazy bananas. And those foods were not primal foods. Uh, Then I slowly cleaned those things up. And now my indulgences for the most part are primal because that's what makes me feel best. And I made those changes over a series of months, not a series of days or a series of weeks, a series of months. And in about 18 months, even with my gradual approach, I lost 140 pounds. I will eat this way for the rest of my life. I will continue to emphasize fat, protein, and vegetables. I will avoid processed foods except for occasional indulgences. I avoid wheat and grains. I buy organic meat and produce to reduce my exposure to toxins. I walk a lot. I work out a couple of times a week. I lift heavy. Ask yourself if what you're doing is sustainable. Ask yourself if you're willing to entertain the idea that maybe dieting isn't right. So we're winding up, closing in on about 25 minutes here and I want to go through my 10 primal principles for health and fat loss. Number one, focus on plants and animals. You want to build your meals around lean proteins, healthy fats, and non-starchy vegetables. Your starchy vegetables are things like potatoes and squash. Your non-starchy vegetables are going to be green things. Um, You Vegetables like cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, spinach, broccoli, all that kind of stuff. If you do this, if you build your meals this way, you really don't need to stress over portions, right? You're focused on plants and animals, lean proteins, healthy fats, and non-starchy vegetables. So number one is focus on plants and animals. Number two, reduce your intake of grains. I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but if lasting fat loss is your goal, just do it. I promise that over time, you'll hardly even miss them. Remember that your tastes will change. It can be a tough transition. And I have an episode um, all about uh, sugar addiction and how to overcome it. So I'll link to that in the show notes as well but it can be a tough transition. It is crucial for fat loss and overall health. Number three, minimize those starchy vegetables. There is a time and a place for those starchy vegetables and everybody is different, but for best fat loss, you really want to limit them to your last meal of the day or post-workout. And again, this is a recommendation for fat loss. Avoid processed foods, even healthy ones. If it has an ingredient list, it shouldn't be a part of your daily diet ultimately. Now, if you're making a slow gradual progression to this lifestyle, then you know build in things that are gonna make it easier for you. And if that's a protein bar or a shake or something like that, that's okay, that's okay. But for the gold standard that we're ultimately working for, you really do want to avoid those processed foods, even the healthy ones. Keep it as clean and simple as possible. If it's in a box or a bag, proceed with caution. Protein bars are a good example. They can be a great convenience food in a pinch and there are some good options out there and shakes can be really easy sometimes, but remember this, cleaner is leaner. So the closer to nature it is, the more it's gonna help you reach your goals. Number five, walk as much as you can, slowly. This is not a brisk walk, power walk, tracksuit walk. This is just a leisurely walk. It helps with fat loss, it helps with stress management, Go for a walk. You don't have to sweat. You don't have to get winded. Just move your body. We sit too much. Number six, build muscle. Lift heavy things. I'm going to do a whole episode on why this is important, how it makes you more sensitive to insulin, all sorts of great things, right? But you want to lift heavy things. You want your body to be an efficient fat burning machine, and this requires muscle. You don't want to lose fat and look like a big bag of mushy skin, right? Build a strong base, lift stuff. Number seven, sleep more. We could all come up with 101 reasons why we can't or it's too hard. I know it's hard. Most of us don't sleep enough. Find a way. I cut out my TV time at night. I started working less. I removed the TV from my bedroom. Listen, you gotta sleep. It impacts your mood, your motivation, your cravings. You're gonna make better choices if you are sleeping more. Number eight, make stress reduction a priority. We cannot always remove the stressors from our lives. Some of them we can, and we can, you should. But we can manage our response to stress. So five minutes a day of quiet time or a bath before bed, identify small changes you can make to either eliminate stress, reduce stress, or improve your response to stress, and then do them consistently. Number nine, sweets are occasional treats, whether they are healthy or not. There are so many recipes out there for paleo cookies or primal whatever. Every sweet under the sun loaded up with, you know, almond flour, coconut butter, whatever. And those are great for special occasions, but they should not be a part of your everyday. Now, there are some indulgences that I do do on a very regular basis, like a baked apple um, or avocado pureed with cacao powder. But what I'm talking about here is Anything that you would look at and go, ooh, you know, that would be something that's not like a whole food, right? So the further it is away from nature, the the more infrequently you should enjoy it. So sweets are occasional treats. You know, you can have them on special occasions. You can have them a couple of times a week more often when you're at your goal, but as you are trying to reach your goal, you really want to limit them. So just because it's called paleo or primal does not mean it should be a part of your diet every day. Brownies are not an everyday food. Cookies are not an everyday food. Ice cream is not an everyday food, whether it's primal or paleo or not. Uh, number 10, avoid toxins. This is important. Buy the highest quality produce available, organic fruits and vegetables, grass fed meats. Yeah, they're more expensive, but you're really gonna pay in the long run if you're continuously introducing toxins to your body through the food that you eat and the chemicals you expose yourself to. Let me reread these 10 one more time. Number one is focus on plants and animals. Number two, reduce your intake of grains. Number three, minimize starchy vegetables. Number four, avoid processed foods, even healthy ones. Five, walk as much as you can. Six, build muscle, lift heavy things. Number seven, sleep more. Eight, make stress reduction a priority. Nine, sweets are occasional treats, healthy or not. And number 10, avoid toxins. I know this list can be daunting, but remember, I started small. It's okay for you to start small. You can just pick one of these and start to work it into your day until it feels natural and effortless and habitual. When it feels comfortable, when you feel like it's part of your routine, then and only then should you move on. The more habitual we can make these modifications, the more lasting they will be. And remember, we are not after short-term strategies. Short-term strategies produce short-term results. We are after long-term strategies so we can maintain long-term results. Okay, we are at the 30-minute mark. I like to wrap it up around then. I'm glad you guys tuned in for this. I hope it was helpful. I want to answer your questions. I want to address your struggles. Reach out to me on the Primal Potential page, the primalpotential.com website, and let me know how I can help you reach your weight loss goals, boost your fat loss, help you overcome your challenges. I really do wanna know, and you might be featured on an upcoming episode. So head on over to primalpotential.com. Check out the show notes page for this episode. All the resources will be listed there. And if this is helpful to you, I do encourage you to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might benefit from the information. And if you love it, please do take a minute and leave a rating and review in iTunes. It helps iTunes show this show to more people so that we can help as many as we can. So we'll be back soon. Until next time, stay healthy